Welcome to the Doe Valley Ministry Podcast, where you can find faithful teaching and preaching of the Word of God. Our scripture lesson this morning is from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 3, verses 7 to 14. This is John the Baptist preparing the way for Christ. Then he said to the multitudes that came out to be baptized by him, Brood of vipers, who warned you to flee from the wrath to come? Therefore bear fruits worthy of repentance, and do not begin to save yourselves, we of Abraham as our father. For I say to you that God is able to raise up children to Abraham from these stones. And even now the axe is laid to the root of the trees. Therefore every tree which does not bear good fruit is cut down and thrown into the fire. So the people asked him, saying, What shall we do then? He answered and said to them, He who has two tunics, let him give to him who has none. And he who has food, let him do likewise. Then the tax collectors also came to be baptized and said to him, Teacher, what shall we do? And he said to them, Collect no more than what is a fortune to you. Likewise, the soldiers asked him, saying, And what shall we do? So he said to them, Do not imitate anyone or accuse falsely, and be content with your wages. With the ministry of John the Baptist, the Messianic prophecies really start to take place. And the mystery of God's will starts to be revealed. And that is the good news of Jesus Christ. And as I'm sure we're all aware, it was John the Baptist's duty to introduce the Messiah, to prepare the way for Christ. And I'm sure we're familiar with his story. We're going to look at some of his information this week and next week. But he did this along the banks of the Jordan River. And people came from all over to to hear him preach and teach. And he had a simple yet profound message. And that message was the kingdom of God is coming. Prepare, repent, and be baptized. It's the same Christian baptism that we celebrate today. John was calling the people out of Israel to prepare, to clean up their hearts for the coming of the Messiah. He was a rough-looking guy. He wore camel hair, a leather belt, he ate wild honey and locusts. We kind of probably refer to him as a mountain man today, kind of a wild-looking guy. But his preaching was practical and penetrating. He preached to the Jews, but even the scribes and the Pharisees, especially to them, they came to listen to him. And some of them even came to be baptized but many of them had wrong motives. What they needed was repentance that produced fruit. And as we've looked at before, repentance means a change of mind. It's a change of thought, a change of your heart, a change of your behavior and attitude. Just as faith without works is dead, so is repentance without that corresponding change. Now, when we do repent, we're not perfect people, we're not sinless people, but it means that 
we are we're changing our ways. We're focusing on the cross. We're directing our life to God in a holy manner. See, some of these people, these Jews, thought, well, Abraham's our father. The heritage, we're in good shape. But we are justified before God, not because of our parents, but because of our relationship with him. And repentance is important, especially when you consider the impending judgment upon the world. As we saw last week, the the next big thing that God does is going to be the second coming of Christ. And John mentions this judgment to the Jews here as well. It says God's axe is ready to chop down any tree that does not produce fruit. The question becomes, what then should we do? What should we do? And three groups of people came to John and asked him that very question. There's the Jewish crowd, the Jewish people, the tax collectors, and the soldiers. First John talks to the Jewish crowd. He says, if you have more than you need, then share it with others. He's talking about the basic necessities of life. Food, clothing, shelter, things like that. If you have more food than you need, share it with others. If you have more clothes than you need, share it with others. We're not told to build our earthly treasures up just for our own selfishness, but rather we are to use the blessings we have to be a blessing to others. Second John addresses the tax collectors. And as I said before, no one really liked the tax collectors, so it's possible that people wouldn't even accept food from them because they were considered traitors. They were hired by Rome to basically get as much taxes out of the people as possible. And Rome said you had to collect this much in taxes. This is how much you have to collect and give back to us, the Roman government. Well, the tax collectors, anything more they could collect, they got to keep. So obviously they were pretty corrupt people. And they asked John the Baptist, what should we do? John's response was, collect no more than you have been ordered to. In other words, hey, taxes are a part of life. People are to pay them, but you're not supposed to abuse your authority. Just collect what you're supposed to collect. No more. Finally, some soldiers were there, and, and they asked John the same question, what do we do? And he tells them not to, be, not to rob anyone, not to, again, abuse your authority, abuse your position of power, not to treat anyone wrongly, and to be content with your wages. The things that John tells the people of his day still apply to us as well. We're to show compassion to people, provide for their needs, especially to the disadvantaged. And we don't do this because we want to feel important or or we want to look good, or simply because, oh, that's what the Bible says I have to do, that's what we have to do. No, we do this because the kingdom of God is at hand. We do this for God. As I said, the next big thing he does is going to show up 
Christ's return. And we better be prepared. We need to clean up our act so that when he does, we will avoid that judgment that is to come upon the unbelieving world. John lived his life this way. He lived it away from distractions so he could hear God's instructions to him. And the purpose of his ministry was to prepare people to accept Jesus as God's Son. When John called people to repent, he started a new way of relating to God, individually to him. But he was listening for God's call. How about you? Is change needed in your life so you can hear and understand God's call to you? We have to admit that we need forgiveness before we can accept it. We need to repent and prepare for Christ's coming. Denounce the ways of the world and follow Christ. And remember to share what you have with others. Not just our physical things, but spiritual needs as well. Whatever job you do, give it your best and your honest effort. Do it for God. Be content. God has no use for Christians or for people who call themselves Christians but don't do anything for Christ. And if others can't see Christ in you, then maybe Christ isn't in you. And we need to remember that this Christmas. So let's make sure that people see Christ in us. Not only this Christmas, but each and every day. John prepared the way for the early Jews to come to Christ, we can still prepare others by proclaiming Christ's word today as well. Let's close with a word of prayer. Lord, we thank you for our our time and your word again this morning. Help us to bring others to Christ as John prepared the way for the Jews. Give us the courage and strength that we need to be your followers in this world today. And be with us this morning as we commune together. Amen.